Good morning and welcome back to the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm Jenna Barr. Todd St. Ors is joining me with Gulf Coast Air Care. You can text or call this morning into the show, 850-437-1620, and ask your questions. Maybe something's going on. Maybe you got extra condensation on your windows behind you. Here we are fogged in at the former Daryl's. <laughs> yeah, it's a little foggy. It's, it's, uh, it's humid Thick. out. It's yeah. Humid out. I'm telling you, it, I saw a meme the other day, and uh, it said, please pray for Florida. There's nothing wrong. Except it's 80 degrees in December. <laughs> it is. All right, a couple of clarifications on the last half hour. Yes. Taylor, I don't know if you're still listening. It was Funky Buddha because I was at the ABC. It was really good. Oh, and, yeah. And, um, you know, you guys are talking about the party horn thing. It's one of those crinkly paper unroll and re-roll things when you blow on it, when it blows out. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm an older guy, so I don't understand what you younger people are talking about as far as like, I don't go out and go partying anymore on New Year's Eve, so... But anyways, I don't know what the official name of Neither it is. Neither do that I, but I do buy the party it's horns It's paper for my that kids. it rolls out yep. and then it rolls back up into your face. Yep, a paper usually with tinsel. And when you have a little brother, little sister, you blow it in blow their face it in their and ear. thump yep. them in their head. Exactly. That's, that's, <laughs> okay. That is what they're used for. And I think we should just adjourn this show and go eat because they have Are got us hungry? all worked up into <laughs> some food. Oh my gosh. So, oh, yeah. And we talked about holidays. you. Yeah, you know. How ABC class is one of your favorites, too. Oh, I, I don't ever miss. It's, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's a lot so. of fun. And it's, you know, it's indoors or outdoors. It, it, it was uh, humid down there the other night, but it's humid everywhere here. And then, you know, so that we're at this time of year. I've talked about this before, Jenna, where, you know, you got the air off in the morning or the air conditioning or the HVAC off in the morning. And then it gets up. It's the 7th of December. Uh, happy Pearl Harbor Day to everybody, as we remember back. Mm-hmm. And then in the afternoon, it's 75, 79 degrees. We turn the air on. So our coil goes from dry to wet. And then if it's not clean, you get that funky biofilm and you can get that odor. I, I'm, I can guarantee you we'll get some of these calls where people go, oh, I got this horrible odor. It smells like a wet dog. It smells like one of my kids, the hockey players, left their gym bag, their gear bag, just full of stinky wet clothes, hockey gear. And that's what it smells like. I from you not to do that. In fact, uh, Well, you, you kind of can't help it because it's weather pattern, really. I know. But, so I've been trying to play it out, though, oh, too. What are I you just, doing? I want to know what okay, you're doing. Okay, <laughs> so I don't want that stinky smell, and right. I don't want, you know, to put strain on the coils either, right, right? right? So when we came back from up north, which was like, 30 degrees, you know, when you yeah, go to yeah, Illinois, yeah. you yeah, know right. that change or Colorado. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when we got back, it was really nice the day yeah. we came mm-hmm. back. So I had the AC on, bringing some fresh air. It was a little still, you right, know, when right. you leave the house, it gets a little still, yeah. no, no movement. Out, right? Yeah. So we went to bed. I woke up and taught it was 62 degrees in the house. I'm like, <laughs> what is happening? What did I do? I actually freaked out. I thought I was more pumping blankets, the AC. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I turned the AC off and just let it sit. The next day was that yeah. jump in temperature. Right, so right. what I did was I didn't, I kept the blinds closed. I tried to not do in and out, in and out. I didn't open any windows or anything. I just kind of let it sit and watched the thermostat. Once the thermostat hit about 74 and I had enough time for everything to kind of sit for a while, then I turned on the AC I'm, and I I'm, left the AC at 74, 75. I'm going to simplify this. Ultraviolet light. You just put an ultraviolet light on the coil 
and it kills any of that like stuff from growing it. in there. You guys come yeah, in and install so it. Yeah, so you want the ultraviolet light to shine directly on the coil surface because that's where this biofilm starts growing, and that's where the stuff, you know, wet, dry, wet, dry, and all that, it originates in the evaporator coil, which is in the air handler unit or the furnace portion inside the house or possibly in the attic. There's not as very many of them in the attic, but it's in the inside part. And if you put ultraviolet light on there, it kills that source of that microbial growth. And then you'll protect the ductwork as well, because once you get sporulation and growth and all kinds of stuff in the air handler unit, it just migrates up into the duct. You know, because you're pushing airflow through the duct to get the house cool and dehumidified and dried down. Or I can't believe we're not talking about heaters in December. It's very <laughs> weird to me. I mean, it's so, very weird because we had that cold snap in October. Right. Yeah. We, and I so mean, I think everybody's probably used their, you used your heater, haven't you? Uh, yes, I did. But I don't think I ours came on weird. emergency strip heat. But I, I, no. I it, it, uh, it was in the heat pump mode just heating yeah well and i kept it pretty low because to be honest we haven't had that harsh of a cold snap so right. really don't i don't suggest pumping your heat anyways it dries you out i feel icky and itchy you know i feel bad for kathy she's bun walking around the house bundled up you know and i'm sitting in the living room in a t-shirt you know and i got the house down to 60 some because I got the w doors and windows open. She's like, oh, it's cold in here. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, but it's dry and cool. So it, That's the thing is I like when it has that not too dry, but dry enough where it's cool. Yeah. And you're you're not feeling dry and itchy or right. sticky and Well, if you have that, you know that. Icky. <laughs> so I got a hygrometer uh, that we keep out in Colorado, and it'll get 20 and 30% relative humidity out there. You talk about dry. I mean, your skin just gets – you parts you just flake off oh yeah so just, and and here if we can get the humidity the comfort zone here is between 50 down to 40 percent that's super comfortable mm -hmm. you know if you're above 60 on a regular basis then you're going down that mold road and so that's where we talk about that coil you want to have that protection but you also want to be measuring your humidity and make sure that your duct system is you know distributing all the airflow that you're paying gulf power for so that you get a you know good indoor air quality actually that's the other thing too is you're thinking about that christmas gift for for dad for mom you know maybe that person who's been listening to the pensacola expert panel and heard todd and um of course like also our friends at uh southern climate solutions as well lisa you know who always tell us you need oh, a hygrometer a stocking stuffer there you go it's a stocking yeah, stuffer yeah, it's a cheap little ga gadget I think it's fun too, and it actually is helpful. Educational. Yeah, it's not something that you're like gonna not use. You're gonna throw it on the counter in right, a special yeah. spot. You look at it and go, "Oh, no wonder it's so sticky." You here. might become obsessed with it. <laughs> <laughs> Get into a little game with your hygrometer. If I'm watching you, we're gonna. <laughs> the other thing people are obsessed with are obsessed with are filters. Oh, yeah. Wow, what says I love you more for Christmas than a good air filter? That's true. And you know, if you don't have a good air filter. Oh, you are one. You are one. Actually, I didn't even think about that. Or having, you know, I'm not trying to say only moms use the dryer because <laughs> my husband does laundry too. Okay. So I'm not trying Marcos, to be like that. she's calling you out, dude. I'm not trying to, but what if you got mom like, hey, I'm having somebody come in and clean the dryer vents, clean the dryer vents to make sure that it's working properly yeah. and your dryer lasts longer and we don't have a house We don't fire. want your chores to go on all day because you need to fix this dinner. So yeah. 
like, the dryer vent. Let's get the laundry over with, right? I think there's things That's like such a terrible thing to say. Well, I, I hate laundry. <laughs> I hate it. I don't. I don't like it. I I've mean, been doing my own since I was in the Navy, so you know it's 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 part of life. But it helps when the dryer vent's clean. It does help, and it actually does make it more. Um, I'm sorry, efficient, because when you have those backups and clogs, it's not. The dryer, well, at least these new ones, they'll kick off and not work. Yeah, a lot of the new dryers have got this sensor in them. And yes. so if they get a high temperature or a back pressure and not enough airflow going out, they'll just start oh. chirping at you like, hey, yo, you need yeah. to call Gulf Coast Air Care. Yeah. If I could get my number programmed in there, 850-934-2768 Whirlpool. Are you listening? It's, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Call there's Gulf a th- Coast Air Care for dryer vent cleaning. There's a thing for, um, you know, forward thinking our, our i mean our refrigerators can make grocery I, I need lists a, i need an I, I need an it guy to get my number programmed into uh well yeah. just locally though i don't i don't want to have you have to dryer vent calls up in north dakota or anything like that so no it's too cold. cold it's too cold so. uh somebody would like to know um with the uv light that you mentioned mm. Are there different sizes for different sized ac units how does that work yeah it kind of depends on so there are uh, anywhere from 9, 14, 16, and 20-inch bulbs. Um, there's also one- and two-year bulbs. And the difference in light intensity usually is reflected in the difference in price. So the high-end ones and the super bright ones and the two-year ones are a little bit more expensive. Um, but, I, you know, I like the ultraviolet light that shines directly on the coil. There's a lot of things out there where they put a photocatalytic cartridge up in the top of the ductwork mm-hmm. and it doesn't really shine on the surface that's producing the problem okay so um not to say that 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 process up there in the ductwork doesn't help keep the contaminants down because mm-hmm. we sell another product called an apco apco and it has both it has the cartridge in the top and the bulb on the coil and you're talking a little bit more money but insurance is uh I mean, you know, how much is an ER visit for somebody that's having an asthma attack or, a, you know, a reaction to too much. some sort of microbial growth or something like that? So, yeah, you know, call us and we'll help you with uh, any of your questions or concerns about what kind of protection you should put on your air conditioning system. You know, my newsletter article, I didn't get it back from the uh, printer yet, so I didn't bring you a, a hard copy. But um, this month we talk about you need to have your air conditioner inspected once a year. I mean, it's not that much. A lot of people do twice a year seasonally, mm-hmm. but once a year, as long as somebody's looking at your HVAC system, including the unit and the ductwork, um, you know, that that's something minor. So we're talking about uh, the things that you would do, the UV light you, you can put in there, and then you don't have to worry about, except for that once a year, um, getting your system checked out. If you need, and I've had, I've had two or threes in the the last couple of weeks where they were spotless. I showed up out there. They were concerned. They, you know, we talked to the customer, the homeowner about what's going on. And we determined that the ductwork is clean. It's spotless. And the, the coil was dirty. And so we just quoted somebody to clean the coil. So if you don't need um, a full duct cleaning, I'll show up and tell you that you don't need that. I can show you pictures. I can show you evidence of uh, that. You don't need that stuff. You know, because there, there are some unscrupulous guys out there who will say, oh, my gosh, you got to replace this, and it's going to be $20,000, which is totally wrong. You well, know, these days, nobody's 
nobody has twenty thousand dollars. Well, and I, I mean that, that's not right if it's if it's not merited exactly. to have the system clean. And you know that's why. Um, let's see, this week is going to be our birthday for Gulf Coast Air Care, the tenth, oh. and we'll be into our we'll be twenty nine this year on Saturday. Is it Saturday? I, yes. didn't, I didn't look. Yeah, I just realized. Oh, so, so fun! Happy yeah, birthday, Gulf Coast Air Care birthday. That is so cool. Yeah, 29, 29 years. Where is 29 years gone? Look at all the wisdom in this beard, Jenna. Oh, it my is, God. I didn't have all this wisdom 29 years ago in this beard right here. That's hysterical. So it was, uh, of course, I was Wait, flying I by the seat of my pants, kind of like I, I do all the time. So oh. anyways, yeah, so we're having a birthday this week. Oh, that's awesome. I need to think of a birthday present for you guys for calling us. Man. Call us at 850-934-2768. Go to the web, gulfcoastaircare.com, and wish us a happy birthday, and I'll uh, I'll figure out something. Trust me. That is too cool, though. 29 yeah. years of experience. 29 years. So you were like two when we started? Oh, so <laughs> kind. Come on. All right. <laughs> so Anyways, kind. so what else we need to talk about? I think uh, this time of year, um, everybody's used to kind of use their heater. If you still haven't, if you've, if you've been toughing it out, I've seen, I've read a couple articles where they're like having a contest on who can survive the longest without the heat up in New England. Oh, New boy. Hampshire. <gasps> These people are crazy. One I guy said, Oh, I made it place. 29 days. It's no. 38 degrees in the house. I think oh, crazy man. So I'm like, I don't believe in that. Let's not do that. No. But we don't really need to talk about heaters today, or it doesn't seem like all this week. But if you haven't used your heater, pre run the thing. I'm, today might be a good time. Just run it once, open the windows up. Well, I don't know if you open the windows up. Look at all that fog and condensation out there. I am telling there. you, so. I've never seen that much condensation on the windows here in the studio. Well, and that happens because we're at dew point on that glass. So we got a temperature inside and a temperature outside and all that humidity, and it's condensing right on that glass. So I get calls like that all the time, too, like, yeah, the windows are sweating, you know, and it runs down. Well, the question is on the inside or the outside? Because there's a difference on how you're running the thermostat, Wait, what is, one what, or the other. That one's on the outside. So what happens if it's on the inside? Oh, well, that means all the moisture's on the outside, and it's condensing. So temperature goes from hot to cold mm -hmm. and from dry to wet. Okay. So And it's trying to come in on the window there. And that's what you'll find. If it's sweating on the inside, you've got the house uh, too cool, and your, um, your humidity's you know, condensing towards going towards the outside, towards the warmth. Okay. Yeah. You don't want that. We don't want. No. Well, well, you know, you just got to adjust the thermostat. And that, that's why we talk about the hygrometer because people, they have one tool. They got one tool when they're trying to do something to the indoors and it's up and down, right. up and down, you know, you're just right. punching that button on the thermostat. And that's really, you know, that's, if you kind of understand that, um, the relationship with humidity in the middle there, um, it makes it a little better. Or it makes it easier to kind of figure out what you should be doing. Yeah. Actually, so I was taking a look at the weather forecast in northwest Florida. It looks like if you haven't run your heat yet and you want to, you know, test it, burn of, uh, yeah, any yeah, of that mm -hmm. residue off, Monday or Tuesday might be good get, good days for that to get right. that going because not as sunny, not as hot. And you probably want to do it earlier, earlier in the morning, yeah, yeah. crack the windows, get it done before you go to work. Right. And then... Well, you'll definitely dry out the coil, and then if it warms up that day, you're going to see if you get the biofilm, too. So you'll have the information about two things going on in your indoor environment. 
Yeah, absolutely. Hey, if you have another question, you want to hop on into the conversation, 850-437-1620. It's 953 here on the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm Jenna Barr hanging out with Todd St. Ors from Gulf Coast Air Care. You can also give them a call at 850-934-2768. When you install the UV light, all right, we've struck the UV light discussion board. All right, Uh, here we go. When you install the UV light, how long does it take for it to burn off former residue or existing residue on the coil? Well, it depends on how dirty the coil is, but that is a good question because that UV light will kind of eat through some of that particulate and stuff. And then when you're running the air conditioning, that washes, so it, it kind of burns it, oxidizes it, say, and then it washes down with the coil uh, surface. Okay. So we want to tr- probably start with a clean coil and then just let that light penetrate into those coil fins because some of those coils are, you know, they're an inch and a half, two inches thick. And so you want that light to reflect up into those shiny radiator fins mm-hmm. and kind of burn through that junk that's up inside there. Uh, you know, and so it, it can take, I've seen some of them, if you put it on a coil that's not really been cleaned and maintained well, it can take a couple of weeks to, you know, Ooh. just really get, well, you notice the airflow coming through. And that's another thing that we've been using um, is that probiotic coil cleaner that we found out of the agricultural business. And we spray that on there. And, and, and we're using probiotics to eat through that stuff the same way to clean an impacted coil. Some of these coils are really old. You don't want to pull them because they'll spring a leak. So we've, uh, we found uh, this uh, product that was in the agricultural business. They're using it for hog confinements, chicken confinements. and. Oh. And stuff like that. And this probiotic really works well to get that stuff eaten off the coil on your AC unit. And then you put the UV light in there and that's crazy. All your troubles are gone. I'm I'm about to break out into song, but I don't know what song to sing. So we're going to make one about probiotics and UV lights. (laughs) The weather outside is not frightful, so it's not appropriate to do that. It is December, but. I mean, it's frightful to to those of us who would like cooler temperatures. (laughs) Yes. Um, Somebody would like to know, do you clean the coil before you install the UV light generally, or do you allow it just to naturally clean things? No, we, we like to clean the coil. I mean, you can do it either way. If there's just a little bit of residue on there you can put that that coil surface you know i've seen some coils where you just peel it off like a pelt it's horrible you know so yeah it's bad and you you can't that uv light's not going to do anything for that but you're not getting any airflow through that thing anyways okay but the uv light we want to we're the c band so if you go to the beach uh which you know hey it's december let's all go to the beach 80 degrees tomorrow yeah so uh, a and b uv is what kills your uh, is what gives you sunburn if you don't use sunscreen the C band of UV light is what these light bulbs put out. Um, it kills everything on a cellular level. So it just ruptures the DNA and makes the cell inert, you know, it, it just, and it can't grow anything. So okay. that's what UVC, you'll see UVC or ultraviolet or germicidalite, they're all the same and they vary on light intensity. Okay. And then some of them, depending on the light wavelength, not to get too technical, some of them produce ozone and some of them don't. I will not put in a, a bulb that produces ozone because ozone is a lung and eye and throat irritant and it's an oxidizer and it's not good for you in an occupied space, even just a little tiny bit of it, you know, and they use it for uh, odor control in a lot of cases, which it works effectively, but it's not good for you either. So we opt not to do that. Well, yeah, I've heard. If you have more questions, just call us at the office, 850-934-2768, gulfcoastaircare.com on the web. 
Uh, somebody yeah, no. texted in and said, thanks for dryer vent cleaning. There was enough dog hair in there to knit a small dog. <laughs> and we don't have a dog. Ew. All pet owners should do this regularly. Can you imagine? I've shared the stories of when we moved into the house we bought. So the dog hair from the laundry into the vent? Is that yeah, how it got there? I guess so. Uh, they didn't throw Fido in the freaking dryer, did they? Oh, you might want to check into no, that's, that. That's not good. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I mean, it happens, especially those long haired, like a retriever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Long haired German Shepherd. English Sheepdog. I watched the National Dog Show on Christmas. Yeah. You know, people who know me, I'm not a huge dog guy, but I always watch the National Dog Show on on, uh, Thanksgiving after the Macy's Day Parade, get the turkey going, and then watch the dog show. And man, some of the long haired dogs they got out there, I can't imagine the indoor air quality complication you have. Oh, with some of those dogs that look absolutely. like dust mops without the handle on them. They do. I mean, I even, I have Peppa, my little black and tan dachshund. They shed a lot too. Even really? And that's considered a short hair dog? Yes. So, so I will tell you, yeah. Good and it filtration was, and clean the dryer vent. Oh, yep. Oh, yeah. You have to get stock in Swiffer. Maybe I should buy some Swiffer stock since I'm promoting. I love, I love a good Swiffer. A good Swiffer is you know, what everybody needs. Yeah. And I know a lot of people too think, uh, you know, I have pets, so they get those, uh, robot vacuums. You just oh, boop, yeah. and then you think that cleans everything because some of the more expensive ones say they also purify the air. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. Right. Well, That's not doing a whole house job though. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? Ultimately, it's your air conditioning system, the vent that's, or the, uh, excuse me, air filter that is ventilating everything and you're breathing all that in. And you know, those vac- do- most people let their dogs just vacuum roll cleaners are it. another part of the indoor air quality equation. Oh yeah, so, you've told me that too, which also blows my mind too. Yeah. Like staying on top of those different things, and it does matter what you're using. So please give Gulf Coast Air Care a shout out, or maybe if you want to call them directly and ask which hygrometer to buy your your loved one, your husband, your wife, your friend, the grandpa, neighbor. Eight five zero nine three four two seven six eight. Visit them online. Gulf Coast Air Care dot com to wish, ask more questions wish us a happy 29th birthday and we will I, i'm gonna dream something up now that i realized but i've been distracted this i know i did see that your the light bulb was trying to flicker on <laughs> it's flickering trust me <laughs> it is i saw it was really funny to watch those wheels turn so todd's coming uh, up with something yeah, yeah. good okay happy 29th birthday Thank december you. 10th for Thank gold you. coast air care all right we'll be back